wherever you may be. Welcome to episode 94 of the One Perspective to Another podcast. I am your humble, gracious, highly favored, highly blessed, doing the best that I can with what I got, making sure that the world is in in its place, trying to do good for no reason, helping out people for no reason, trying to stay committed to that quote. It's a really good quote, but welcome. This is the one year anniversary of Endgame episode. Um, I'm going to talk about that last, but i um, still going to give you some perspective. going to talk about uh, just a, a genuine check-in. Um, people showing their flaws versus people who just do what they do. Um, going back to normal and things that you can do for yourself without asking somebody else to do it. Um, and last but not least before in-game stuff is uh, noticing when somebody really fucks with you. So without further ado, just go and get into it. And the first thing that's been on my mind is the check-in. Um, still in this quarantine, sheltered in place lifestyle. Um, it's been on my mind about really checking in on people and how, how people really check in on you. Because for the most part, it's the check in, it's the, Hey, how you doing? But it's never the, Hey, how you really doing? What's going on? How's your world? How's your mental health? How's your physical health? How's your family doing? How is like asking the real questions. A lot of people just say, hey, how you doing? And they say good and they just move on. But nine times out of ten, just being in the realm of knowing people and around people who suffer from mental illness and just everything. Not even just mental illness, just regular health issues. People who are below the 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 normal health meter, as you can say. They need to be um, checked in on. And it's... It's not a bad thing to check in on somebody. It's something that they'll appreciate because nine times out of ten, the person on the other side, they don't want to reach out. They don't want to ask you for help. They don't want to tell you that they need something. Maybe they need a ride somewhere. They, maybe they need to go to the grocery store. Maybe they need some food, anything. Maybe they need some water, some toilet paper. Just being kind and the check-in should include all of those things. I know that's above and beyond for a lot of people, but... Even if it's just one thing out of all that shit that you can do, it will be greatly appreciated to that other person. Even if they don't necessarily say thank you or anything like that. Just be a good human being. Um, it's, it's still a lot of shit going on. It's where a lot of recovery that we gotta do. And it's just important that you check on people. And I'm gonna skip real quick. And I'm gonna segue that with the next kind of topic is... I seen a lot. I seen a post. Um, I can't remember her name right now. Um, but if you listening, you know what I'm talking about. It was a post about normal, returning to normal. But you had problems and you were dealing with whatever you were dealing with before the normal. So why would you want to go back to normal? And it really a question that really struck me because that's what people want. Like people weren't happy before all this shit happened with coronavirus. Like. Why do you want to go back to that life? Why do you want to go back to that drama so quickly? Like you got this time to refocus, to ask yourself the questions, to look yourself in the mirror, to reshuffle your life, to just literally gain perspective on yourself. And people aren't taking that time 
and taking advantage of it, in my personal opinion. Some people are. I'm not talking about everybody, but a majority of those people who just want to go back to normal, there isn't going to be a new, a, another normal. There's going to be what's going on right now, and that's going to be what's normal. And that's kind of hard for people to understand and hard for people to grasp, but that's just the way it's going to be. It's very... Um, what's the word intricate in going back or not going back and getting started again and living going out going to sporting events going to the movies going to the shit get your car washed being that close to people excuse me uh yawning out here in these streets um but yeah just going like going to the grocery store now it's a big difference. You got to wait till your turn to go into the store. Got to make sure you wear your mask. But it's all for, for protection. But that takes adjusting. And how many people really want to adjust? So they got to sit their ass in their house and look themselves in the mirror and see how they're going to adjust to this new normal. Because nothing nothing changed for them. They still got to deal with their demons that they had before all this shit happened. And if they're not taking that time... To deal with their demons now. It ain't going back to normal. Ain't gonna hide that shit. You can't cover up normalcy with your demons. It just don't work like that. I see initiative always is to get better. To make yourself more alert. To make yourself have better situation awareness. Like only thing I've been doing for the past 90 something episodes. Is repeating and regurgitating the same principles and guidelines and blueprints that I've been doing since i started doing this podcast it's just knowing when to do what how to do it where and why to do it because it affects you and it affects the people around you maintain your mental health maintain your anger because when you do shit out of your emotions you fuck yourself over so don't do dumb shit breathe focus all that shit think about that shit before you say that you want to go back to what's normal um next up is People who share their flaws versus people who just always correct somebody or make sure that this is perfect or this or that. Like, it's not a right way or a wrong way, but it is something that I've noticed. I don't know if it's just me getting older, becoming an older person, an older man, but a lot of the people who are, I don't even want to say goody two-shoes, but just like correct everything or everybody or... Just do shit that just takes away from the authenticity of conversation or um, having fun. Like, not everything is meant to be done by the book. It's it's okay to bend the rules sometimes. It's okay if you say something wrong. It's okay if you act a fool while you dancing in in the house or you outside and you dancing outside the car. Like, it's never anything wrong with expression. And then on the other side of the token, it's those people who are just, I don't know, maybe it's just they got a stick up their ass or they just didn't have that kind of fun growing up in life. But like me personally, the thing that I love to do, uh, one of the things that I love to do the most is laugh. I did a post the other day, make sure you laugh at least three times a day. I don't know why it just brings you joy. It's, it's, it's funny to fucking laugh. I never said that out loud like that, but it is. Laughter is a part of, specifically, culture, especially my culture, the roast session, the roast game. Like, what about if somebody tried to correct you about a roast? Roasts don't even make sense half the time. So it's like, 
Why do those people do that? Just a random ass thought that I had. And like, do those people have fun? Like, what do what do they do? I don't know, but just a random ass thought that I had. Um, and the next thing I want to talk about was if you have something that you are capable of doing, don't ask somebody else to do it. Not unless you are compensating them for what they're doing in some type of way, in some type of fashion. Like, don't just continue. I can get if it's okay if it's like one or two times, but don't continue to use people. Be a good human being. If they know something, stop using them for everything that they got and hoping and you hope that they don't never ask you for nothing. Don't be that person. Just do what's right in this world. It's too much shit going on right now for people to be mistreating people and just going a whole nine yards for no reason and disrespecting people. Compensate these people. Tell them that you appreciate them. Tell them thank you. Tell them that they mean the world to you. Do something for them. Reciprocate. Reciprocation. I know I done did a perspective video or a podcast about reciprocation before. Like, give it back, man. Equivalency change. Make sure you got these people going out there and doing what's good for you. And then to segue with that, the next thing is like understanding when people do not fuck with you. Understand that people will use you. People will mistreat you. People will take advantage of you. That is situational awareness. What what does this mean? Not everybody in this on this planet is gonna have a genuine heart. Not everybody's gonna be Princess Diana. Not everybody's gonna have your best interest at heart. Not everybody wants to see you win. Some people on this planet don't even know you want to see you fall and hit the ground. They want to see you broke. They want to see you in a hoopty. They want to see you roll down your windows instead of power windows. They want to see you on the ground asking for money. They want to see you outside of McDonald's panhandling. They want to see you on the turf. They want to see you in the dirt. They want to see you everywhere that's fucked up. They want to see the worst of the worst for you. And it ain't got no rhyme or reason to it. They just want to see you in pain. But nine times out of ten, it's probably because they in pain themselves. But that's just the way the story goes. But those are the people that you need to avoid. I know that sounds so simple, but I don't think I've ever said it. But just leave fuck people alone. If they are toxic in your life, if they are negative in your life, if they bring you down, you ain't got to say nothing. You ain't got to do nothing. Just leave. Because that will do nothing but bring you down. And recognize situations when people don't fuck with you. Because the best thing that you can do is go shine on the side. Away from them. And shine so bright that it just annoys the fuck out of them even more. But you can't see them no more. You can't see the haters after you do what you gotta do. So make sure that you take your best step forward. And recognize not only the people who adore you and love you. But also the people who hate you and want to see you fail. That's the master chess game. That's the master of everything. You got to make sure that you are on top of your P's and Q's when you are walking through this thing that we call life. Perspective. It's black and white sometimes. It got shades of gray, but that's the that's the simple part about it. So make sure you pay attention. Make sure you pay attention to that shit. Then last but not least... We are in the end game, the real end game. It's been a year, exactly one year. I've seen Avengers. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen this movie. 
I've seen all the breakdown stories, all the the lore, all the minutes, all the Doctor Strange, Thor, the whole collective, the Russo brothers, the Disney Plus, whatever it is, I've fucking seen it. And without a shadow of a doubt, this is the greatest, greatest, greatest ensemble of movies ever put together. And I just want to give a personal shout out and thank you to the Russo brothers, Kevin Feige. Shout out to the uh, Mr. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson. Sure, I can't even think of Thor name right now, but uh, Chris Evans, the OGs, Hawkeye. I don't even know what his name is, but whatever. But I just want to give them a shout out because it's. This, these movies shaped me. They shaped my life. They gave me my alter ego, Mr. Thanos himself. Watching it over and over again. So I'll quote, uh, rewatch and rewatch and reread the books you uh, love as you get older because your perspective on them will change. And that's how my perspective has changed on Avengers Endgame. I'm in love with the ideals of Thanos. There's no question about it. I just love it. He's a titan. He's the master of both worlds from the Eternals. Soon to be described on the uh, on the scene. Um, if you haven't seen the Avengers, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, please, please, please go do it right now. We're in quarantine. You got all the time in the world. the The best movie of all time, just by just by box office. There will never be another time where a movie will make a billion dollars. That's the real end game. Damn, I'm having my own mind blow moments right now live on the podcast because with corona the box office movie theater for the for the week was a driving movie theater and it made like a thousand something dollars that's fucking crazy a thousand dollars to a billion dollars from one fucking movie pre-orders were sold out i remember uh i pre-ordered it for four four days i went thursday friday saturday and sunday on thursday Went with Kimberly to fucking Chick-fil-A to get my, uh, to sneak in my Chick-fil-A to, to, to be the first watcher of the Avengers on Thursday night. It was magical. Um, it was concluded in epic fashion. It was a two-year wait to get to the perfect ending of just the most perfect movie of all time. Thor getting that hammer. Avengers Assemble. It was just a magical, magical moment. So many great things about that movie. If you go back and listen to my podcast about strictly about the Avengers uh, in-game movie, it has the everything in there. Go listen to that. I couldn't even tell you what episode number it is, but that was probably one of my best episodes I've ever done. But I just wanted to give the Avengers a shout-out and a salute on it being the one-year anniversary of being the best movie of all time, making billions of dollars, Having an all-star cast, all these people, on these mo- on these movies have gone on to do other great works of art, especially Thor himself. Just watch Extraction. Make sure you go watch that on Netflix too. Um, but the thing that I really want to talk about the most about Avengers is something that I learned when I was little tidbit things is that when a pianist writes his ninth symphony. 
that means that it, it is his final piece of art or final piece of work. I'm not sure if it's ninth or 10th, but whatever it is, Avengers uh, Endgame was Robert Downey Jr.'s symphony in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's, this is a, this is another reason why the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so great, because all of these things have Easter eggs in them, and the Easter egg is in Iron Man, Jebediah, that was the villain. Uh, he had the super mega Iron Man suit against Tony, and in the scene, he takes out his arc reactor out of his chest, and he says that this is your greatest symphony, Tony. And fast forward. With the knowledge of knowing that the Ninth Symphony is the greatest and last piece of work. Robert Downey Jr.'s ninth piece of work in the cinematic universe was Avengers Endgame. And the thing that he died from was his symphony, which was his arc reactor. Giving him enough power and enough sustained power to hold the Infinity Gauntlet. And set everything right before his great epic passing after the snap. Um, it's just a complete work of art. There, there's moments in in time where you just have to just really address what it really is. And I know, yes, it's just a superhero movie, but it is so much more than that. the The attention to the detail in these movies is crazy. The attention to callbacks in these movies are crazy. And if you dedicate... if you, It's like this. I said it in my other one too. If you dedicate yourself to watching these movies, you get in what you put in. Literally. Literally. I can't do that. That was probably one of the most enjoyable days, weekends of my life is seeing that movie Endgame. Watching all of those movies, the people I've seen those movies with, the exes, the lady friends, the partners, the homies, the moms, the uncles, the cousins. The list goes on and on. It just, there will never be another MCU universe like this. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart as I look at the Russo brothers on my screen right now. Because I'm watching Endgame right now as we speak for the fucking... I couldn't even tell you how many times I've seen this movie. I got it in 4K uh, 2160. Shit is beautiful. It's crisp. You can see the pores on their face. It's full screen like IMAX. I just love it. Shout out to Iron Man. Shout out to Thanos. Um, Yeah, I just had to get them a little nerd section out there right now. Um, Going back. Going back in the time. Love the Avengers. But on that note, we gonna get on out of here, and I hope that everybody's doing okay. Shout out to all the the workers out there who are essential. Shout out to the people at the hospitals who are at the front line doing everything. I want to say a special thank you to you guys, people who are still working like everything is fine, but still putting themselves in danger. We salute you. We thank you. We appreciate you. Um, and I hope everybody's doing well as best as they can be. I'm sending you love and light. And I hope that everybody has a magical and majestic and cosmic week coming up. And we will catch you on the flip side. As always, in the background right now, it's playing my sleeper for the week. And I'll catch you on the flip side. And I'm out.